Hello and welcome to this Grace Baptist Mission Media podcast. You're going to hear Serving Today, a program for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in discipling others or perhaps you teach the Bible one-to-one or in a small group, Serving Today will be relevant for a wide range of believers. Welcome to Serving Today, the program for those leading in the Church of Christ. I'm Andrew Cook and I'm really pleased to have your company once again. Christian Basics, the series continues. The late Dr Martin Lloyd-Jones, who was the pastor of one of London's largest churches, once said this, If you don't desire to be holy, I don't see that you have any right to think that you are a Christian. He went on to say, Holiness is not something to be received in a meeting, it is a life to be lived, and to be lived in detail. Those are two very searching statements, but they really sum up what Dr John Hall showed us from the Bible last time, here on Serving Today. Namely, the aim of the Christian's life should be to honour God in all we do, or say, or think. You may recall that John directed us to the words of 1 Peter chapter 1 and verses 15 and 16, where Peter is quoting from the Old Testament book of Leviticus. Peter wrote, But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. So, holiness of life is not an optional extra for the true believer, but an essential part of our everyday experience and walk with God, and it affects every part of us. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 5 that we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In other words, the very centre of our being is to be subject to the Lord, so that everything we do is to betray the fact that we are striving to be more and more like Jesus. And this is a very important Christian basic. Last time John Hall began to show us what this involves, and he mentioned there were three things, although he only had time to deal with the first two of these. The first was that we should do everything for the glory of God, to please him and honour him. The second was that we should enjoy God. As the psalmist wrote in Psalm 37 verse 4, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. When we enjoy God, we will undoubtedly want to please him. Before we go on to John's third point, which is that we should be holy, we're going to go back to the thought of enjoying God, because the whole idea of doing such a thing may be both strange and quite new to some. I say strange because elsewhere in the Bible we're taught to fear God and it might seem to be a contradiction to enjoy someone you fear. Derek French spoke with John Hall for us and he asked him how do we maintain that balance of enjoying and delighting in God and fearing him? Yes, Derek, we are to fear God. After all, God is great, greater than we can ever imagine, majestic, holy. It would be a fool who didn't fear God. Because God is so great and powerful and awesome, so holy, he's our judge, we're accountable to him. But once we're Christians, the terror of God has changed. He's become our father. And yet, although he's our father, we fear to grieve him and we hold him in respect. Just think of a small child with a good father. He loves his good father. He enjoys being with his father. 
yet he still fears to grieve that good father and fears the discipline that that father might give to him should he step out of line. So it is with God. So the balance is this. We still fear to grieve God by sin and disobedience, and yet we delight in the enormous privileges of God being our Father and we being his loved children if we're Christians. It's a very lovely relationship in which to, to find ourselves, isn't it? It is. It brings security, love, protection, acceptance, a place of belonging, and so much else. And so we should really fear to lose that, mm. but enjoy the privilege as well. Yeah, it's a real joy, isn't it, Dean? Mm. Well, John, that's two of the, the three things. What's the last that you mentioned? Yes, Derek, we've looked at we're to glorify God, we're to enjoy God. And the last way of honouring God is that holiness of life. God wants us to be holy as we have already seen. You remember we've just read out in the last programme, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. That's written in 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. So our aim in the Christian life is to be holy. And as we go on through this section, we will explore what holiness means and how it's promoted in the Christian life. Now, this question of being holy is so important. One man put it like this, no holiness, no heaven. John, I think it would be very useful if you could give us some examples from the Bible of people who did live with the aim of glorifying and honouring God in their lives. So could you suggest just a few for us? Yes, Derek, I will do. But first of all, listener, think of examples for yourself. If you've got a piece of paper in front of you, jot them down. Who would you have in that list of people who are holy, who honoured God? Well, the most glorious example of a man living for the glory of God and honouring him is, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ, as we saw earlier. But we're going to look at three more now. Three more examples. The first is an example of two men who were living in greatly difficult circumstances and they honoured and enjoyed God. Who now, were they, John? Now, these two men are Paul and Silas in Acts 16. They were in Philippi and they'd been unjustly beaten for bringing blessing and deliverance to a young woman. And after they'd been beaten, they were thrown into a prison and chained up right in the inner dungeon. And then we read about what they were doing at midnight. And Derek's going to read that for us from Acts 16 and verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. There you are. They're sore, not fed, unjustly in prison. And they're bringing glory to God by singing hymns, by praising God and praying. And other people were listening. Their whole lives there were honouring God. You see, they had taken this gospel to a new city. They had seen people saved as a result. And so they praised God in spite of their difficulties. And following this incident, I'm sure that many of you will know the story. There was an earthquake and they intervened to save a man's life and presented to him the Lord Jesus Christ and the gospel of grace. And they saw him and his whole family saved and baptised. And in all these things, they were bringing honour and glory to God. It's lovely, isn't it? It is indeed. 
John, that's a New Testament example, Paul and Silas. Is, is there an example from the Old Testament you, you have in mind? Well, one of the examples from the Old Testament is Joseph. I'm sure that many of you will be familiar with the story of Joseph. He trusted God, God blessed him, and his brothers hated him because of that. And they sold him into slavery in Egypt. And as a slave in Egypt, he became a slave to an important official called Potiphar. Now, he could have sulked and been angry, a free man now having to work in someone else's house. But he didn't. He worked so well and so reliably because he believed in God that in spite of all the injustice of that, it says in Genesis 39 that Potiphar, his boss, left in Joseph's care everything he had. Now that is being holy and honouring God, having faith in God and working well even when we suffer injustice and difficult circumstances. But the story goes on. Potiphar's wife tried to seduce Joseph when Potiphar was away. Eventually she grabbed hold of Joseph and Joseph fled. And why did he not take up the offer to have an affair with his boss's wife? Well, he said this to her. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? You see, Joseph was concerned to live his life for the honour of God. He feared God. He hated the thought of dishonouring God due to sin. And so he fled from her grasp in order that he might honour God. And he suffered more as a result of her lies. He was put in another prison. He could have lost his life. But God came first and he was willing to suffer the injustice of being in prison rather than doing something wrong. This is a life that brings honour and glory to God. Mm, that's a very timely illustration as well, I think, John, isn't it? Because immorality is something which is very widespread in our world today. It is indeed, and often used to gain advantage and influence with other people. And we must put God first in, in our lives, isn't that's it? That's right. It's not just sexual immorality. Uh, often, much more tempting is uh, dishonesty in business. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes, it's very practical, isn't it, for our Christian lives? It is indeed. We must put God first if we're to live a life which honours God. <laughs> Well, that's a New Testament example and an Old Testament example. Do you have just one more you can share with us? Yes, we're going to look at the psalmist. It may have been King David who wrote Psalm 119. This psalmist spends 176 verses praising God for his word. Now, that takes some doing. The psalmist rejoices and delights in God and his word. He says in verse 12, for instance, Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. Can you imagine, listener, that you had millions and millions of gold coins all stored up in a room in your house and you went to look at them and you could rejoice over them, the security that it might give you. And so the psalmist is saying he rejoices in God's word more than that, more than one who rejoices in great riches. So he's expressing praise to God and a desire to understand God's word, a rejoicing that God has spoken to him in his word. And that word does indeed contain great riches. I wonder, listener, what riches the word of God has brought to your life? 
And so as the psalmist goes on, because God's word is so precious, he wanted to obey it. He says in verse 34, give me understanding and I will keep your law and obey it with all my heart. You see, glorifying God is seen in all these qualities, the desire to understand and obey the word of God, the rejoicing over the fact that God has spoken to us. And so, listener, as we have spoken of these three examples, well, four examples, the Lord Jesus, Paul and Silas, Joseph and the psalmist, has it awakened any chord of recognition in your own heart? Do you enjoy God? Do you live for God? Do you rejoice over his word? Do you praise God even in difficult circumstances? John has given us a tremendous challenge there and I think it's crystallising a verse we find in the book of Hebrews. It's chapter 12 and verse 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness no one will see the Lord. And as we close this edition of Serving Today, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye. May we indeed be fervent in prayer to God for his grace to help us to say no to sin and temptation and yes to obedience and submission to Jesus. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. There are a number of ways to get in touch. Our email address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk. Find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. Or you can search our web catalogue at www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.